everyone, and welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, a weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I'm your host and hardcore gamer, Andrew. With me, our experienced gamer who still can't figure it out, Keith. Yarg. And my wife and resident noob, Liz. Hey. So, this week, Liz, what did we play? An awesome game. <laughs> we <laughs> already, know your, already know your take on it. Yep. Um, so I picked Graveyard Keeper, and I picked it because when I started playing video games as an adult, I loved Stardew Valley. It was like the first game I really started playing, and this is another simulation role-playing game. And they describe it on the website as the most inaccurate medieval cemetery management sim of the year, and it is just amazing. So it has like stuff from Stardew Valley, like the kind of same feel, but it's like a a darker one so you have obviously the graveyard witch burnings like all kinds of cool stuff yeah, as you can probably tell you are very excited about this game i really am <laughs> it's one of those things where like I, I woke up i slept in and i started playing and then all of a sudden it was like six o'clock in the evening and i'm like where did my day go <laughs> all right well to kind of start off uh, i guess give a quick synopsis of this game you are a no-name dude uh, who's and I guess kind of modern times it looked like the cutscene was very kind of quick but it looks like you're trying to go home to your wife and you end up getting hit by a car and you die or get teleported to another time where a spooky figure I'm assuming looks like the Grim Reaper is telling you that you are a graveyard keeper and you need to manage this grave in order to get back to your loved one so the whole premise of this game is that you're trying to find a way to open a portal to go back to the modern times to get back to get home with your wife and i mean overall the story i actually thought was really interesting in this game i don't know if you guys enjoyed it but like it's it wasn't the main focal point of the game but i actually liked the story of it and i liked the characters because comparing this game to other games as liz is saying like stardew valley stardew valley didn't have much of a story it's very much just kind of making a story with the people of the town but this game i actually liked the it had an overall objective where it was to find these pieces and open a portal and get back to your wife. So I actually really like that part. I also like too that, and something that I found out, because the weeks in the game are six days, and it's based on like the seven deadly sins, which obviously there's only six days. But so I don't know if you guys noticed, but like the sermon day was pride, Miss Charm, when you can see her, she, it was lust. And so like you go through all these things, and the last one that isn't, the one that's missing is greed. Which I thought was really kind of well, cool. Well, that's funny because I felt like I was greedy the whole game. All I wanted to do was just get money, but it was so hard to do. I mean, I think that was maybe the point was that you were supposed to be the seventh sin. Oh, well, yeah, because the dialogue of him, too, every time someone mentioned anything about money, his immediate reaction was, count me in. Yeah, I want to do anything to make money. So I guess, yeah, that makes sense. And I think you're, what you're saying is right is... You represent the seventh deadly sin. I thought it was weird, though, because there's a couple of times where you, you answer questions, and they're always, like, ethical. And if you, like, pick an unethical answer, there's no punishment. Yes. So I didn't really get that. So, like, with the witch burning, like, you, if I'm, like I made my character hesitant, it didn't really change anything. Yeah, that's one thing I always kind of hate about games like that. Like, a choice that some games do where they're like, oh, like, pick what you want to say. But there's literally no, like, deviation of the story at all from it. So there's no point in doing it. I always hate when games do that. It's like, just just do the text for me. I don't want to be picking something 
just for people to go, oh, yeah, sure, that's funny. Well, I'm going to do this anyway or something like that. And just like it doesn't change the story at all. You actually don't have a choice in your in your play style at all with the dialogue. I also like, too, that you don't really know if the other characters are really good or bad. And you kind of like... You can kind of guess, for instance, with the skull, like, his story and stuff. But, like, the donkey, like, I was like, he's kind of a jerk, but I feel like he's a good guy. And I also thought it was interesting, too, like, the language that they used in this game. I loved it. I I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really kind of funny. It's just, everyone has a specific voice. Well, it's not even a voice. It's a specific sound. So it's always like, blah, 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 blah. But it's like... I meant the inappropriate language. (laughs) Oh, so you actually meant the, like, actual text. Yeah, yeah, but the only voice that I hated, I loved all the audio and stuff um, for the characters, except for Miss Charm. She annoyed, like, whenever she spoke, I was like, ugh, I have to talk to her today. Because you can only talk to them, well, like, it's just, like, once higher a pitched? Yeah, but I thought, like, kind of segueing into that, I told Andrew, I was like, there's something I think he's going to disagree with me on. With the jargon talk and the music... It was my favorite with this game out of all the games that we played. Like, I thought the music was awesome. Like, I never wanted I to I thought it, it got really repetitive, there. though. I mean, there was it, like two soundtracks. And it, would it changed where you were. a few different areas. But there was even just a couple areas, just on that note, that would annoy me because you would walk in and out of like a shop and forest area so quickly. It was up by like the woodcutter and the stonecutter. And it just would change for no reason. I don't know. I thought it was decent, but I thought it got real repetitive. But even, yeah. like, the witch burning, like, the, the music change. I mean, you can also mute it, too. That's the great thing. You don't, you don't need the sound. But I thought it was, I thought they did a fantastic job. It I was original. It, but it's a long game. And after hearing the same, like, couple music, I was just like, oh, this is annoying. Because I remember when I, was, when I was playing it, I ended up just, yeah, muting it and playing my own music. Because it was just like, all right, I'm sick of this song. <laughs> Yeah, there's really not a lot to listen to. I just kind of let it fade into the background, to be honest. I actually, I was playing it with headphones for a while, and then finally I just stopped. <laughs> just put it on my TV or just I don't know why I like turned it, so it down. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I liked it at first. I thought it did a good job, like, with the atmosphere and everything. Yeah. But it's just, there's very little of it. There's no, like, difference to it, and it's just kind of annoying. Yeah, I don't know. You compare it to a game like Ori, which is and especially it's beatable in like 10 minutes or 10 hours or so but that game had a legitimate soundtrack i I think i joked about looking it up on spotify it is there and it is fantastic so i think this one's so much better really i don't know better than ori's music i don't know what game you guys are playing i think we're playing different things i don't know you're saying you like this soundtrack this is my favorite oh my word okay yeah oof oof I the best. Oh, I think it matches the game so perfectly. It does. What repetitive? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that was good. That was good. I. It's true though. Just saying. You guys liked Ashen, so I don't even care what you guys think. <laughs> Ashen is a good game. Ugh. You were just. It was just too difficult for you. Anyway, that is not it. That is so rude. Anyway, we're we're rabbit trailing here. <laughs> well, so I remember playing this game when it came out. Basically, what eight, 
10 months ago, something like that. Yeah, I think it's been 10. I think you beat it right out, right away. Not right away, because it obviously took well, numerous hours. Again, well, pretty quickly. Yeah. But I put it down for a little while. Has anything changed since the start? Like, I think they fixed some bugs and things like yeah, that, Yeah, right? majority of the stuff that they changed is quality of life stuff. Uh, a lot of bugs fixes, because uh, when I played too, there was, like, times where, like, sound cut would cut out. Sometimes, like, uh, some items didn't exist in the game. Like, there was a couple times you needed a specific item, and there, it literally didn't exist in the game. So oh, I'd actually okay. wait for a patch to come out for it to actually, like, exist in the game, and then I could at least buy it from someone, but it still didn't make any sense. Like, you couldn't create it yourself, even though you had, like, the proper table for it. Yeah, there was, like, certain oh, ingredients shit. you couldn't have to make a certain item you needed. So, yeah, it was a lot of bug fixes, but for the most part, they just added a little quality of life things. Like, when you're doing the alchemy and trying to find new recipes... For the most part, unless you looked online to what people put as is like the answer for the recipes, you're just it's a crapshoot. You're literally like, ah, maybe if I mix this and this, it might give me something. But majority of the time, it gave you nothing. Yeah, to be honest, I that was my best friend. Anyways, I still looked everything up. Yeah, no, I so for me, looking things up was like my best friend. Actually, I, I, I didn't really hesitate. A lot of games, I'll try and fight my way through it, but there's just some things like just how I needed to craft it it was so I don't feel like they gave me a good enough tree on how to find what I needed to build what I wanted and I do agree with that they did some things were kind of easy to figure out but this is one thing that irritates me with some of these games like this is I don't like having to pause a game and opening up the internet and then trying to google it and search it and then try to find where it is and stuff like that to me that's like a lot of unnecessary steps but you also say you don't like it when games hold your hand, so it's like hard Unless to find I'm that medium. No, but I'm saying like it's a hard medium for games. It is. But for instance, like the hiccup grass, like I didn't know it was in the swamp. I stumbled upon the swamp, and then the map was so terrible. It doesn't even like label anything. Um, or labels a couple things, but then I got stuck in the swamp, and I, <laughs> I had to exit out of the game, and I was like, <laughs> like I feel like they just like I, don't know, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, the swamp was not easy to navigate at all. It was not fun. But what I'm complaining about isn't handholdy. It for me, it's it's time saving, because it's not like oh, like you need to get this grass. Here you go. It's completely right in front of your house. I don't like. Yeah, but I don't how mind boring that. would it be if it's like oh, you can find the hip up, hiccup grass right in front of this? You know. But if they so... said hey, it's in the swamp. The swamp's a big area, so it's at least giving you a general area. Like for you, your big complaint was trying to find moss. Like how the heck do you find moss? Moss. Yeah. Moss. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were saying moss, like moss no, on a tree. Moss. Oh, okay. I thought you said no, moss I too. No, knew, I knew how to do it. It just wasn't happening. Like I was plucking the flowers at night and it wasn't going. So then I did the gathering um, option where you can like level up one of your abilities so I could collect moss and then I couldn't find them that way. But I knew how to do it. It just wasn't working for me. Well, so here's what I think this game is lacking especially when you have a game that has such a catalog of items like this give me an index so it doesn't even have to all just be there either as many games do as you get that thing the first time you craft an item you can always go back and say okay these are my stone items these are my wood items and just quickly look through and say this is what i need Uh, instead you had to run to each individual bench you had to go through say okay what do i need and most of it is just you know, you, you still build a lot of the base items to stack up to get to the bigger items. So it's like you always building that stuff. 
See, I didn't find it that difficult because I just had a bunch of different trunks. So I would be like, okay, I have all my basics in here. And then I have um, all like the food. And then I had a miscellaneous where like I had extra hiccup grass. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So I didn't really, I didn't really mind that. Well, I'm not talking about organization of your own items. Like, I definitely failed at doing what you were doing. I tried to, but I just... Oh, you mean like knowing what you have in your chests? No, I'm talking about if you need to build, um, just, I don't know, like a specific item. And you need to have this many planks, this many wood beams, this many nails, simple iron parts, all these things. I just want a place where I can have all of that listed for me in a quick, easy to find. And it was available online, so that's what I did. It, <laughs> it's just it, the game doesn't have it. That's what the blue um, map things were on each property. So you had no. One I each I get that, but you had to you had to run around to each crafting table to go through and look through the items. Yeah. I'm I'm talking about a central index, like in the start menu or something like that, where it, you know you can just quickly say, okay, show me all my stone items. This is everything that you know how to build with stone. And it's just a quick look at it. And I could do it if I'm in the middle of the dungeon. I could do it if I'm in the middle of the town. Not having to be at my crafting tables to look it up. Oh, see, I think I just made the same things over and over again. I just eventually memorized the important ones. But I do see yeah. how that would be helpful. Especially at the beginning. Yeah, and, and you're right. It's not like it's overly complicated stuff. Although, I, I didn't quite get into the potions. I feel like that's where it gets a little more complicated. It does. Trying to figure out the potions, like you, you have to look up online. Because, like I was saying, unless you're just like, maybe if I mix this and this, maybe this will give me something. It's, it's just a complete guessing. You just completely guess, unless you look online, yeah, and just see what the recipe is. But at least with the last batch they made, they made it so like it gives you a hint, like, oh, this didn't work, but maybe something like this will give you something. But I do agree with like your index thing, Keith. Because it is like frustrating where you always need to constantly be making like the simple stuff, the nails, the simple parts, the lumber. So you're always having to chop down trees. It was always this tedious work. And I think that's what this game is mostly missing is like simple quality of life things to kind of help automate some of the tedious work that you're doing. Because it is so frustrating where it's like, oh, I need to build like this statue, but... I need to first chop down trees in order to get the fuel to do this, to smelt bars, and then get the bars, and then create this, and then that, and that. And it just took so long. And then, of course, we just recently found out that there's download content for the PC, but it's not on the Xbox, where you can summon zombie minions, and they can do a lot of the tedious work for you. And it's like, oh, that would be so nice to have now, because that is my biggest complaint of this game. It's just the lot of the minor tedious work you have to keep doing. See, I found that... Because I was getting super irritated, especially with the energy, and I wasn't really utilizing um, cooking at the beginning. But if you have a bunch of the, the jelly things are super easy to make, and they give you a ton of energy. And if you just get a ton of the wood like just stored away in one day when you don't have to meet anybody, you don't have to travel, um, and then you just do that a couple of times, and then you really don't have to worry about it for like a week if you do enough stone, enough coal. So for me, I just got everything out of the way um, on those days. But I just kind of just started doing that. I didn't really think about it before. Yeah, I mean, you would, but it was still like you would just burn through your resources, like literally, because as the game suggests, you're a graveyard keeper and there's just a constant flow of new corpses you either have to bury, do autopsies on, or burn. 
And you just constantly need wood for that. And it was always so frustrating where you're like, yeah, I'm on a roll. I'm progressing this technology. And then all of a sudden you hear that annoying bell. And well, oh, got to take care of this corpse before it gets like terrible. I got to burn it or whatever. If I was busy, I just wouldn't give the donkey carrots. Or I would keep the body in the autopsy room. Because if the body is in the autopsy room, the donkey won't come. And then when I was had time and I wasn't busy doing something, I would then take the body, throw it in the river because I didn't want to waste the resources of the wood to burn it, and you don't get in trouble for throwing the body in the river. But you don't get a burial certificate. You get a burial certificate for at least burning it. Eh, yeah, I feel like true. you don't really need to buy that much. Like I, it's yeah, so- you do. You need a lot of gold. Yeah, trying to get through all like the different stuff with the with the clergy, where you have to buy the stamps and you have to buy the town passes you yeah. have to buy all that stuff the aristocrat level is low, like 50 gold but obviously yeah. the more money you put into your church and stuff the more money you get back you can sell crops i mean there are ways to make money sure so for me like i mean i'm not saying i do that with everybody i'm just saying like if i am super busy and i don't want to deal and i have a crappy body anyways that i can't bury and make my graveyard better i would just keep it in there and then that one body i would just throw in the river see i would always burn them because Getting the salt and the ash and the burial certificate were all really good resources to get. See, I just didn't burn the bodies. Uh, I just like I, I was like I don't care. <laughs> this isn't my loved one. In the river it goes. <laughs> different different strategies, I guess. I just largely didn't utilize getting new bodies. To be honest, I just thought it was really a waste of my time, and I hated fighting through it. I got my resources in other ways. Like I, but I would do kind of what you were saying, Liz. Is I would go out like to the quarry, and I would spend like two days there, and just say I'll just you know skip whatever for right now and just mine like crazy. Well, I think the worst thing is when you went up there and your thing broke. Yeah, but I so I I don't know. I just I built it to or I got there to a point, and if it broke, it broke. I would just make sure I always went out there with a full life pickaxe, and if it broke, then so be it. That's yeah, and on my, the way you can money. also get honey. You can like get other stuff too so i mean going up there was always beneficial yeah the game definitely did a good job of like everything you were doing made you feel like you were accomplishing something but at the same time that was probably the biggest demise of it for me i like i so i had played probably at least five plus hours of the game whenever it came out and i probably put another five to seven at least into it again and i just i i think i just did a lot of nothing I kind of feel the same way because I put in a lot of hours this week. <laughs> like I said, like once I started playing, I just didn't stop. I, I love the game. But yeah, I feel like, especially because whenever there's a game like this and I find out that I could have been some, doing something more efficiently, I could have been doing this, um, I always want to start a game over. So even right now, putting so many hours into it, I'm like, I would be so much further if I like knew what I was doing. And I don't think I am going to start over, but... <laughs> I I almost restarted this game just outright when we started this week. It's tempting because it's like I was also burying the wrong bodies because I wasn't really paying attention. And I mean, I mean, I know you can fix it, obviously, but... See, I kind of agree with you. Like, well, I would say a, a little bit of argument a little bit with you, Keith, when you're saying when you're playing, you feel like you're doing a whole lot of nothing. Because this is what I was saying with Liz when Liz is like, oh, I'm just going to ignore the quest right now and just focus on this skill tree. But that's the nice thing about this game. Even when you you think you're not doing anything, everything you are doing is progressing overall to the end. And that is what I like about this game, is that there is a defined goal and an end. You're, you're trying to get to this objective of going home. 
And compared to games like Stardew Valley, I would actually legitimately say I didn't do anything. Oh, cool, I watered my crops, I sold some crops, I got more money, but there wasn't anything I was working for. So like with this, if you're just like, oh, I'm going to focus on the dungeon. It's like, well, you need to do the dungeon eventually. You have to beat that dungeon in order to beat the game. So it's like, yeah, you may not think you're doing anything else, but you are progressing in the game, which I really like. I just don't understand how you do progress so much. You get all these um, new technologies, but your energy bar never gets better. That's yeah. like the, the biggest annoyance. Because like I said earlier, like you can cook and stuff, but... Um, with you mentioning like Stardew, I mean Stardew, you did actually make it easier for yourself throughout the game. So I just that's like the biggest thing, and it's like the dungeon as well, because it takes so long to like get around. You'd think that the dungeon would have like shorter like hallways and yes. passages, and it's like that made no sense whatsoever to me. Like that they would make them so long, and it's like, am I gonna spend like a whole day down here? Yeah, the dungeon I thought was really frustrating. I did not care for the dungeon. I hated that it used energy to swing your sword. I thought some of the monsters were more obnoxious than anything. The dungeon, yeah, there would just be these really super long hallways, which you can't sprint, which I wish this game had a sprint as well. And oh, yeah. you would end up going this long path, and then it would be a dead end. Or you have to kill every monster in the dungeon in order to advance the next dungeon. So it's like, oh, I'm at the end. Here's the gate. Up, oh, the gate's locked. I missed one random bat <laughs> yep. all the way at the beginning of the dungeon in this random side room that you didn't explore. Oh, that drove me insane. I, the dungeon I thought was so frustrating. I also like... Yeah, in, I agree. In games like this, I really don't like fishing. And I so with this game, I obviously didn't finish it or get it as far, but I just... I, couldn't, I would put it off. So, like, obviously, one of the things you have to do is get fish for somebody. And I was just like... It's going to be on like the bottom of my list. <laughs> yeah. A fishing I think is hard to do. And this one I thought was really kind of confusing about like what bait you're using and like the chances of certain fish you're going to get. I don't know. I thought it was really kind of confusing. I've been avoiding it. <laughs> yeah. It's I fun. tried it and I gave up real quick because there's a couple points. It does that little bar and it shows like 100% and I swear I nailed it. And I just sat there and sat there and sat there. Yeah. I don't know, maybe that's just what fishing is, but like, <laughs> no, not for me. But then the energy it takes, too. I mean, it's just like, I feel like you waste a day fishing. Yeah, that's why my biggest complaint is that they don't make a way to simplify the repetitive work of constantly having to chop down trees, having to constantly get stoned, because, yeah, you have such a limited energy bar, and it's like, oh, I really want to do this thing for my objective, but I got to spend maybe two or three days' worth of energy to just get, gather all the resources. I will say there were some things that I thought were awesome with the unlocking technology. So there's one where you can double the wood that you get. So if you chop down one tree, you'll get four logs. Yeah. So there's little things like that, but... It yeah, still doesn't yeah. make it easier. It just means you have more things to waste energy on is all it means. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to... in. I'll probably go back to this game, to be honest, once they do introduce that DLC for Xbox. And it does sound like they're close. Uh, from the forum I was reading about it on, they there was a, uh, a post from one of the developers within the last week or so. And it sounds like they're hard at work on it. They just, they've got other things going on. So, yeah. soon. I'm really excited for this game in the future. Because even throughout the game, they, they constantly hint at little things that you know they have ideas for and they want to come onto the future, such as the zombies, because they did kind of make a joke about the zombies as soon as you start the game and they're explaining how like the graveyard works. They're like, oh, don't put 
like a goat head on this or it'll create a zombie and which you know you can't actually do yet but it's i think a hint at dlc same with the town you go to a village but the town is south of the village and this is where all the bodies are coming from is the town and people keep talking about the town how there's like some sort of evil presence there how like these bodies are piling up and everyone always is referring to the town so when you beat the game, like they even make a joke about it, like, oh, there's still so much undone. Like, I never got to the town. Maybe that's some sort of DLC. Like they make a like a fourth wall breaking joke about it. So I'm excited what this game's gonna be in the future when they actually start coming out with this stuff. Yeah, I mean in there they're a really small studio. Is this their first game or This is their second, yeah. The studio that made it is called Lazy Bear Studios. They have one other game that they're working on, well that they have out called Punch Club. And so this is their second game. So they're a very small studio. They're only like a handful of people. So they're obviously kind of busy still supporting that game and then obviously trying to create stuff for this game. But I'm surprised like they're still kind of a small studio because from what I've seen, like they get very high praise for both of their games. And I really like this game. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a really good game. I think it has a lot of holes. It has a lot of room for growth, like you said. But I, I definitely enjoy it. Liz clearly loved it. I'm kind of disappointed that I have to play like next week's game to be honest because I kind of want to just keep playing this one <laughs> yeah you said that about Tomb Raider but you never even went back to Tomb Raider I know I should <laughs> but this game I really think that I will I don't know what it is it's like with um, with Stardew it was just I spent way too much time on that game but that's what I think is kind of nice about this game since like everything you're doing is progressing the overall story it is kind of a game if you have the willpower it is kind of a game you could easily pick up for 30 minutes to an hour, do just a couple days, and then get off. But granted, that's easier said than done because you, this is one of those games where you're like, ah, one more day, ah, just one more day, and then it's like three hours later, you're like, ah, crap. <laughs> so here's a question because this this came up really late for me, and maybe I missed it and it explained this somewhere. I knew obviously certain people you had to talk to on certain days, but it wasn't until about I don't know, cumulatively with last time playing and this time, I'm going to put somewhere around hour 10, we're going to call it, <laughs> that in the known NPC menu, it actually had the little icon of the day above their head when you needed to go talk to them. Yeah, when and I it shows the quest they have for you. Which I knew that, but I had basically already memorized what day I needed everything to happen before I even noticed that. And I went, oh, Ah, son of a... I was, I was yeah, very was a mad at things. myself. Yeah, they didn't explain that. And they didn't explain where you could find the quest. Like, I remember for a while, yeah, I would see these dots saying, oh, a new quest. But I had no idea where to see, like, my active quest list. Luckily, nothing in this game is actually time-sensitive. Because that would be frustrating. Which I love that. Because I feel like yeah. it would be stressful in a game like this. Because there is so much to do all the time. Yeah, you can work in the middle of the night. There's no penalty for staying up. Well, if you stay up too late, your character gets t like super tired and you lose overall stamina. But for the most part, there isn't too much of a... like You can work any time as long as you rest every once in a while. But I think the game also wants you to explore and wants you to figure things out yourself. Because like you said, there's no time constraints. They're it just does. Like, have at it. But it's so hard to figure out what to do on your own that you need to go online and look up a wiki. And I... That's one thing I think is frustrating. Yeah, it, I feel like I had to do the same thing with Stardew, though. I guess if I figure out just if I'm still comparing thing. the two, just because I think they're just so much alike. But yeah, I, I I didn't like how much I had to look up. That is definitely a complaint for me. 
Do you ever get a horse in this game? No. Because that was an awesome thing with um with Stardew. You the horse, and you also had like the totems that could transport you places. I feel like that would be killer in this game. Yeah, I mean, their their answer to a fast travel in this game is this, is the underground tunnel. But I didn't think the underground tunnel is that like time saving. Yeah, I would have much preferred either getting a, some sort of horse or being able to just sprint. Does it go everywhere? Does it go to like where you get the stone? It goes to the town. It goes to the dungeon. It goes to your church, and then it goes to your house. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, oh! I didn't realize you were talking about that. Like, yeah. I thought there was the one, another one that you like that you stumbled upon. Oh, yeah. yeah that's not enough. No, it's not. Especially if you need to go to like the astrologer or something that's super far away. Yeah. And then the donkey comes because you're not paying attention to where the <laughs> the sun is. That's the worst feeling when you're all the way. Um, talking to that guy and the friggin' bell goes off. <laughs> the bell gives you nightmares. Yeah, I, like I said, I rarely used the donkey. Maybe that was part of my issue, I don't know. He's sassy, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know, he's super rude. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you a... mentioned it earlier, but I think that was probably the funniest thing about him is that he was a communist, which... Again, we, the whole greed thing. There's got to be some connection there. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, maybe the, maybe the donkey's greed. Uh, maybe. I think he's just, like, hustling. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's overworked and underpaid. What was he getting? Like, five carrots? Like, yeah, the donkey saw an opportunity. He's like, hey, I'm being used like crazy. I'm going to get myself some more carrots. Hey, he's a donkey. Carrots are, like, gold. Uh, but that was, I will say one thing I really liked about this game is its humor. Because it's, it's really, it has like a nice dark humor to it. Because that's what I first was thinking, like comparing this game to Stardew, which Stardew is very bright, it's very like just friendly. This game, I mean, it's it's still friendly and everything, but it is like dark humor. Because you're getting these bodies and you're cutting meat out in which you make hamburger meat and then you give it to the people. Okay. And yeah, you have the donkey who's kind of a communist and like he just says these really like sassy remarks. The skull is always kind of playing like jokes on you. And, like, kind of getting you in trouble. Snake is one of the uh, people that you're helping. He you he hires you to help him kill a uh, traveler. Because there's a traveler who's trying to come and kill Snake and kill you. So, and, like, that whole sequence is really funny. Because you're dropping a boulder on this traveler. And it's, like, the humor in this game is really dark. But it is really funny. I thought this was really enjoyable with that. And I love the farmer when you talk to him. He just makes it very clear. He's like, I do not like you. But now I'll do business with you because I said that. It's like, <laughs> what a warm welcome. Yeah. So I always like the humor in this because, yeah, your character, of course, at first is telling everyone, I'm from the future. I'm not from this time. And everyone's like, oh, you're funny. You're just the typical graveyard keeper. Nobody cares that you're this guy that came out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, yeah, you're the new graveyard keeper. And you think the earth is round. and Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, no, the earth's flat here. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, so it sounds like it's almost like a loop of graveyard keepers who are basically in the yes. same situation as you are, right? So you're just like a lineage of random no-name people who just drop into this town as a gravekeeper, and they're always sort of a mystery to the to the town. So when you come in, they're just like, "Yeah, you're the you're the new one. Cool." Like you said, they they don't take you seriously. They, you're just the gravekeeper who does everything, and they and they joke about that too. Um, was Jerry? A graveyard keeper? The, is uh, that the skull? They never say it. The skull. I kind of had that I feeling. I thought they hinted at it. Yes. Yeah, I kind of had the feeling he was the previous one. Yeah. And he must not have done a good job. Well, no. Because the previous 
Graveyard Keeper escaped as well. Because, so everyone keeps talking about a great fire that happened and a great, like, explosion. And they all talked about how it happened on top of the Witch Burning Hill, Witch Hill. The portal? That's where the portal is. Okay. And so when, so I'm assuming everything sounds like the previous Graveyard Keeper succeeded. And it caused the portal to open, which caused a fire, which burned the Inquisitor's house and killed his wife and his son. Which I'm sorry, but, like, he's burning people alive all the time it's like yeah he's kind of a jerk (laughs) well and that's what i think is funny because they never suspect you for being the witchcraft even though you're the one going around saying hey i'm from the future i'm trying to open a portal but no one like really kind of accuses you of witchcraft and even then it sounds like the previous graveyard keeper was doing the same thing but no one in the town suspects the graveyard keeper well the merchant knows that there's a witch in the swamp yes so that's why i wonder like if it's a different kind of witch or like what I don't know. But with Jerry, if he did succeed, he did get through the portal, then how is his brain still there? Well, if there was a great explosion and a great fire, it could have been some weird magic stuff. Maybe it just blew up his body and left behind his skull. You don't yeah. find out at the end? From I don't remember, no. I do. Oh, man. So, I mean, do you guys want me to spoil the story for you guys? I mean, I don't yeah. really care that much. I I think it's interesting, but I'm not worried. So, I guess, spoiler alert, I guess I'll, I, I, you know, give the ending here. But each character is associated with another character. So, Miss Charm is the daughter of the astrologer. Snake is the son of the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor thinks that his son died, but it was actually Snake. Um, the merchant and the uh, priest are brothers that no longer like each other. So that's the whole point of the game is that you're trying to get you're trying to mend all these family members together, and once they like come together, they give you their key their their favorite item, and you need all six of those items in order to create the portal. And then at the end of the portal, it just gives you a quick glimpse of your wife, and it kind of ends at that. So for me, it so looked like the, coma the whole time. <laughs> no, for me, it looked like the wife was coming back in time. You were getting reunited with your wife, but you weren't going back to your time. You're just she's coming to you. So I think, oh. and that's why they were kind of alluding to more DLC, because you know you were saying like, oh, I feel like there was so much undone. Like I never got to go to the town because when you do try to enter the town, a lightning bolt just strikes you and it kills you. Yeah, I did go to the town one time. That was one of the things I did get pretty far on. Yeah, and so they talk about an ominous force overwatching and how it like is preventing you from the town, yet the town is also calling you. The Snake and the Inquisitor are related. That blows my mind. Because yeah. I like Snake. The Inquisitor, I mean, he burns witches. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Snake always seems like this evil person. I mean, he is kind of evil. But he's trying to have you build a sacrificial pit, and then when you do it, he's talks about how he's going to summon a demon, and then the very last second he goes, I summon you, Father, and he summons the Inquisitor into the room. Uh, that's interesting Alright, end spoilers <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, just fast forward This is the end of the spoilers, no more well, I'm slightly can, disappointed time. Why? Because like, you don't really know what ha- You don't really know what happens Like you. Well, there's going to be more they're, they're not done with this game And that is one thing I like about it It is a, it is a good game And I think like it, it To me, it feels like a complete game But I would like more I yeah, really that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't sound like a bad ending, but it's like, oh, but I want to know about Jerry. I want to know. Yeah, and they and they they definitely seem like they plan on doing that, which I'm excited for. That's why I'm excited for this game in like another year or so. It's just unfortunate there's still a small studio. I'm just Come wondering on, I feel like, if they'll I feel do like enough. if they'll do it as DLC or if they're working on 
a Graveyard Keeper 2? That's a good question. I feel like it would be DLC. Since they're a small studio, they only have two games, and they're only a handful of people, I don't think they would go out of their way to create a sequel. Because, like, what would you do to create a sequel on this game? I feel like anything that needs to be done with this game, it just needs DLC and patches. I don't disagree. I just feel like a lot of times games do that, and I don't know if it's a way to maybe buy themselves time. Is they go, well, it's a new game, and it's going to take us a year and a half, rather than give me DLC and take nine months, and people will get mad about that. Well, those are big studios. This is a small one. Indie studios tend to not do that too often. That's true. That's a that's a fair point, I would say. But yeah, I, I definitely just, I want them to do more. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun with this game, and it's like, give me more. Because yeah, I enjoyed the story, and I'd love to know more about the characters. And there really isn't... Is there another game out there like this? Like, I feel like there isn't. Well, there's similar games such as Stardew Valley. No, but I mean like a graveyard and all this other kind of stuff. In the type of game that it is, I feel like that combination, you don't really see it out there. There's a lot of games and it's like, I feel like there's so many variations of it. There are. Yeah, this is the only graveyard management game I can think of. Well, that is kind of my complaint a little bit with this game too. So the game's called Graveyard Keeper, but I didn't feel like... Like, yeah, you had to fix your grave, but I felt like that was more of an annoyance and not so much the main point of the game. Because, like, cause like, as we keep talking about, like, oh, the donkey brought me another body. Like, that's I thought the whole point of the game is to get these bodies and create a nice graveyard. But it really is kind of a small aspect of the game is managing the graveyard. Same with the farming. They always kind of, like, showed, like, hey, you can farm in this game. But farming ex- extended to, all right, Plowed a little section of the field, planted seeds, now let it sit and grow. Like, you didn't have to water it every day. You didn't have to keep putting, like, fertilizer on it and manage the crops. It was just plant, watch it grow. But it was your main responsibility. And if you don't keep up with your graveyard, then you're not going to make money. You're not going to progress. And I also feel like, I mean, you need all these resources to keep up with the graveyard and it kind of sets you up for all the other tasks you have to do. So I feel like it is kind of like where you start learning how to do everything. I don't know. I felt like you could largely skip over it. The fact that you only got one sermon and I just didn't get much money out of it. I was finding You got multiple sermons. Well, no, no, no. I just mean you got, it was once every six days and- It just wasn't worth it every six days. I could make way more than that one sermon in, you know, two days easily. And I wasn't really concerned about getting it. It was just a day I had to check off my list. That's all it became for me. And I think it's, yeah, I agree with you it was that. even when you talked to the merchant. I can't remember. It was one of the one of the missions I turned in with him and he needed me to do something else. And your character cracks a joke and he's like, well, I guess I'm a man of many talents because... It's just like, yeah, sure, here's one more thing we need you to be awesome and do everything for. Yeah. But you can do other prayers and stuff. There's, I mean, I don't know. I think I, like, took pride in my graveyard. Like, you can, like, change up the stones and um, have them worth more. And I felt like there was a lot, of do, lot to do in the basement, too, with, with alchemy. Yes, there is. But, like, what you were originally saying, Liz, is that the sermons were your, like, main source of income. You made a lot of money there. By the end of the game, I even had the, like, hardest sermon, which gave you, like, double faith and double tithing when you did it, when you succeeded, which I had my church at highest quality where it always was 100%. Um, at most, I think I made it, it would make me a gold and, like, five silver every time I did a sermon. 
And like I said, you need 50 gold to get the aristocrat papers. So that's 50 of like the sermons I would have to do in order to get that. Like that's that's a lot of time. So I, to me, it didn't. It wasn't like my main source of income, and it always made me filthy, stinking rich. Okay, but what would you rather have him do though? So if he's not a graveyard keeper, and he's in this accident and he wakes up, what do you think he should do? Because that's a whole like it's the whole eeriness of it too. I mean, I think that's why they made him a graveyard keeper. No, I'm not saying like I don't want him a graveyard keeper. Like, but the, like what Keith is saying, like it's just one day. It's like the sermon and stuff. I think it would have been nice if, like, yeah, they maybe did it every other day, like, or maybe had, like, a different sort of day where you had, a, like, loved ones came to visit the graveyard, to visit the grave site, so you had to appease them or something. I don't know, like... Yeah, you could have held, like, me, you could have held funeral services. Like, yeah. you're the graveyard keeper. You're burying the bodies. Yeah, Why wouldn't you have a funeral service? And then the yeah. family can pay you based on... Yeah, if it's, like, an aristocrat family versus this is a poor family, and you could have, like, turned them down or chosen which ones you wanted to to do maybe it has more to do with his identity it being the title then because like you said there are a lot of other things that you're doing with this character you're farming you're fishing you're i mean the alchemy the mining i mean there's so many things to do maybe it's just because i mean everybody knows him as the graveyard keeper yeah he doesn't even have a name so i I don't think that i think maybe you're right maybe that isn't necessarily the focal point it it is as far as i think what the game is and I don't know if you think we're attacking the game. You sound defensive. <laughs> no, but you just, you just like contradicted your own you're, point, you're so I kind of don't get what you're saying. No, you're because you are 100% okay. right. You're the great. You just said keeper. it's not the main point of the game, and then you just said, no, it is the main point of the game. No, I'm saying that it's not the main Very way to make money in the game, <laughs> that there's a lot of other things that I found myself doing, and I just didn't need to spend as much time on it because I just... But, but it was much of what drove the story. You're right. I mean, but that's the thing. You don't have to do it, too. That's why I kind of don't get the complaint. Because it's like, if you don't like doing the sermons, I'm, you want to make money another way. That's the beauty of the game. Well, I'm not complaining to, about it, though. That's the other thing. Just, just important clarification. It's not a complaint. It's a statement. I think you just, like, insulted <laughs> it's a complaint. her. Like, it's like, sounds like you insulted her kid. <laughs> Come at me. And I'm, I'm not even talking bad here. <laughs> So, what are you, the achievements, huh? <laughs> How about those? Great segue, Keith. Uh, what, did, what did you think of the achievements? I, I thought they all were kind of difficult. Maybe it was just me. And again, because maybe I wasn't like focusing enough on certain things. But I think, I think they're You're all attainable. The game. They just take a lot. <laughs> Yikes. I know. I mean, I don't think the achievements overall weren't too hard, but the fact that this game is so big and long, I wouldn't recommend it for achievement hunters. If you enjoy this game, it's it, you're gonna good chance you're gonna get about a good 800. But once again, this game does something that irritates me. There's secret achievements, so they don't reveal to you what they are until you unlock them. But they're missable, and I hate when games do missable secret achievements. Because yeah, one of the like one of the last secret achievement I don't have is betray Gary, Jerry. I just want to call him Gary. Betray uh, Jerry. So apparently when the Inquisitor is asking you, like, oh, do you know of any, like, evil artifacts, you can try turning in Jerry, and that's what's secret achievement. Which, of course, like, you don't actually turn in Jerry because none of your choices or consequences in this game actually have any matter. But, yeah, it just kind of irritates me. It's like, oh, I hate when there's missable achievements like that. That does seem very rude. It is. But then, like, there's the other ones I don't have which are frustrating. The bit most annoying one 
is fish 200 fish. Like, that is so long. But I guess it ties in with the other achievement, which is get a gold fish, which is you need the best lure, the best rod, the best bait, and you can only fish at a certain point of time on a certain spot. And apparently it's super rare. So it's like, ah. Uh, so I guess you can get the 200 fish by just trying to get that one gold fish. Fishing in any game is not worth that. It isn't. <laughs> if you do 200, it's like, oh, that's way too long. I don't have time and patience for that. So the achievements, like, if you if you play this game, you're going to get a good hefty amount of the achievements because the majority of them are story-driven. Yeah, I didn't. I definitely didn't find myself chasing achievements too much. I was just trying to progress things. Yeah. Yeah, so the overall the achievements just like they're 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 nice to get, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend for achievement hunters. But um, so but I guess besides the achievements, I guess we can kind of get to final thoughts here. So I'm gonna try to not say the Metacritic score yet, but I'd like to hear what would you guys give this game, Liz? We're gonna start off with you because this is your game. What would you give this game out of hundred? This game probably deserves I would say a ninety three. Whoa. Because there are some things that they need to work on. I mean, energy level, things like that. I actually, I'm giving it a 93 because I think that's what I would give it if I did things the right way. <laughs> like, I was cooking at the beginning, and it could, like, well, I mean, like, there was a lot of annoyances that I kind of deserved because I wasn't really paying attention. I wasn't, I wasn't utilizing my resources. Um, but the fact that I could play for hours and hours and hours on end, I clearly enjoyed it that much. Um... And I feel like I haven't had a game like that in a while. So um, out of all the games we've played so far, I mean, I think it's like my favorite. So, But there is some improvement, so that's why I'm giving it a 93. So another quick question for you, though. Yeah. Because I know you're a huge fan of Stardew Valley. Do you prefer this over Stardew Valley? There are things I like about Stardew Valley more, but there's some things that I like about this game more. So I don't know. I think I'd actually have to pick up Stardew. Because you put a lot of hours in Stardew. Oh, I don't know. Because Stardew, like, there is a lot more, like, character development and... Yeah, because you build a relationship the, and you can the, marry a character. Yeah, the stamina, but... I think my problem is I played too much Stardew. So at the end, because there really isn't an ending to the game, I ended up just, like, burnt out from it because I was like, oh, I... Like, I didn't really have any more goals left. So, so but, but that's at least the kind of, I think, a pro with Stardew. Because with this, once you beat it, what do you do? You play it done. again. Yeah, you can play it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'd have to play Stardew again, I think. But it is it is up there with Stardew. Alright, well, I guess for me, I would give this game probably a 75. I, I really like the game. I had a lot of fun with it. I just think I'm more excited to where this game's going to go in the next like year or so. Because, yeah, like I was saying, I think there's a lot of things... There was just a lot of tedious work that you were doing... And for me, I just kind of hate feel like I am wasting my time just doing the same repetitive action over and over and over again. I would have liked a way for them to automate some of it, which it sounds like that is coming out soon. So I'm excited to see where the story goes. I really like the story. I like the music at first, but I, got, I thought it was repetitive. I like the artwork of it. I like the pixelated art, but it had nice detail to it. I really like the story. I like the characters, and I like the gameplay, but... I just thought I could use some improvement. I'm realizing, as you're saying this, I think I actually really do enjoy repetition. I actually, I, I, re I think that maybe that's why I like the game so much. And I'm like, I understand why you guys are like so complaining about it. It's because I actually enjoy that. But I feel like most normal people out there <laughs> wouldn't really enjoy that. So I guess, I guess we've line. found Liz's shiny <laughs> oh, objects is repetition. 
Um, the shiny objects is repetition. <laughs> well, so like the, I think that I made fun of you last time for the shiny objects, and now you're throwing it back in my face. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so original, Keith. Hey, bring it back. A classic joke. Classic burn. Classic burn. So I'm glad that you started, Andrew, because I can tell you're gonna be rude. Well, I, I was gonna say because you're sitting in the same room as Liz, and she can actually hit you. So now I feel safer. <laughs> I was. I'm probably gonna have to say like a seventy is where I would go with this game, at least in its current state. <laughs> I And I think it's a really good game, but here's the thing. It's it's Stardew Valley with the fact that I can farm bodies. And that's a nice difference maker, sure, but it largely it's Stardew Valley with so many of the missing components that it just felt cheated a little bit. You are right, the, you know, graphically, well, again, it was Stardew Valley, so graphics and artwork really largely the same to me it higher pixel than uh stardew all right so a little bit better but yeah when we're talking pixels to begin with how much more or less doesn't really make a difference the music well decent it just like you said it was repetitive and largely unnecessary it didn't add to the storyline necessarily i don't and i don't remember well i wouldn't say unnecessary i think it did a good job with the atmosphere no it did to a certain degree but it wasn't like again if i'm comparing it to something like ori and i know i mentioned it already is you knew what was going on at every given point based on what the music was happening it drove the story it was part of what the game was this was just a it was part of it and that's that's all i can say for it um but as you said if they add more they give me the dlc easily 75 80 i just i think it's a good game but i also definitely like the fact that it's the type of game that it will drag me in for hours so i'm i'm not saying i'm not going to pick it up ever again just i didn't think it was the best game i've ever played that's all I like Liz just like shook her head almost the entire time. <laughs> I know. You I, if you notice, I wasn't really looking in in the camera. I didn't. I don't want to get the dirty looks. <laughs> I didn't say anything, so I mean. You you did let me at least say my piece, so thank you. That's true. <laughs> I know. I was actually the one who interrupted. But if looks could kill, jeez. <laughs> well, I guess. As far as Metacritic scores goes, Keith is the closest. Well, I guess spot on because the Metacritic score is seventy on this game. Boom! Yeah. And the user is like fifty, right? Yeah, which I I think is really unforgiving with this game. I'm assuming there was a lot of glitches at the beginning. There was because I noticed that with the user scores, it's always people from when the game first came out, and they're always complaining about. You know, like, oh, my character got stuck in a wall or something like that. Yes. And it's like, that's not a representation of the game. That's like one minor complaint. So. Well, in my defense of the people, though. Yeah. This game came out and it's supposed to be a finished product. Like, you don't buy yeah. a car and then go, oh, we're going to install the brakes later. But, like, would, but would you give it a zero? Because like the when I look at the reviews, and this isn't just for this game. It's for, it's for all the games that we've done. I've looked at the reviews. Um, I noticed that a lot of people who give zeros, it is they 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 just have like one complaint, and it's like my character got stuck, too glitchy, and it's like. No, I agree. The I, game doesn't I, deserve a zero because there's a glitch. No, unless it is a game breaking. Yes, you have if to I cannot progress game over the game, again. or you have yes. to restart, that is when it becomes a problem. But if it is something minor, like the audio cuts out. It's like okay, that's going to be fixed. It really shouldn't be the case because this is supposed to be a finished product. But whatever, I'll forgive it. Uh, so I do agree. I do think it's unnecessary when people are like, oh, zero. It's like, ah. If it deleted your game, I would understand. 
But yeah, people give it like games like a negative score. I just realized how I sounded. But like, <laughs> if it, a negative score, like that's fine. But like, like back it up. Don't just be like glitchy. You know, it's, it's like yeah. so. Whenever I see yeah, the Ashen. user, <laughs> so whenever I see the user, that wasn't. Oh, I had a lot of thoughts on that. Not just the glitch. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying anymore. <laughs> you just <laughs> broke her with Ashen. <laughs> I just got it so mad. I just don't. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so when I, I the user score, I do like seeing what people are saying. But I, when the score is that low, I think it's usually they had a really rough open. Yeah. <laughs> it's silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So with that being said, um, so would you guys recommend this game to a friend who doesn't have Game Pass? Uh, currently, full retail, this game is twenty bucks. Would you guys recommend this to the game for someone who doesn't have Game Pass? I would. I would pay sixty for it. Liz 60 would pay a thousand dollars for this game. I would no. No, but I will sell you my firstborn child for this game. There was story, like I I mean, it's not like there's games that we've played that for you, like an experienced gamer, it's only eight hours. This game This was not eight hours for me. I think I'm No, no, I'm saying other games we reviewed for an experienced game like yourself, it'd be like eight eight hours. And this is a game that you can keep going, keep playing as much as you want, keep developing your skills. Um and it's so much fun. Just the fun factor alone, I'd give, I'd pay, I'd pay sixty, and I'd tell other people to too. <laughs> You're like just support this small studio. I know it sounds like I like they're sponsoring me or something, but no, no. But <laughs> so don't these honest. are these are my real opinions. I would I would tell people to pay pay sixty for it. <laughs> See, I don't know if I'd say sixty because due to the fact that it's so repetitive. But I will agree with the argument because for me, a big argument for me is like how much you paying an hour. I think I put, I would think I'd be close to 100 hours with this game. I put quite a, nah, I'd probably actually probably put 40, 40 to 50 hours. 100 hours is a bit much. I put quite a bit. And so it's like, if when you're getting close to a dollar an hour mark for the $60, like I, I do kind of justify it, but since it was so repetitive, I would stick with the 20 bucks. I would say full retail, 20 bucks. If you're into this kind of style of game, I think this game does If a you really like repetition like me, I think this game does a good job with it. Yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with it. I think this might be one of the first ones that I'm just definitely right on board with the price. I think twenty dollars is fair. Sixty dollars, Liz, you're absurd. It's yes. a good game. <laughs> okay, but uh, in all Stardew Valley like, is twenty dollars though, and it's and it's still a better game. Your and... pricing never makes sense. You will be like you will rate something more than us, and you'll be like zero dollars. I don't like video oh, yeah, like games. You love Cameo, and now you hate on this dollars. game the entire time, and you're like twenty dollars. Sure. Well, no, because it's, what do you here's mean? the thing. No, because I'm being honest. So, talking about Cameo, it's a game that I think is worth the playing, but it's 15 years old. It's not worth paying money for. This is a current game. It's only it's been out less than a year. We talked about it has a lot of room for growth, and as long as they don't nickel and dime you for you got to get this DLC, you got to get that, then honestly, $20, you're getting a great deal. I'm just, and I'm saying, like, compare it to its very much rival or identical game almost to Stardew Valley. You're paying $20 for that, too. I think it's a fair price. I just wouldn't pay more than that. But again, I would also just say on Game Pass, definitely download it. It's yeah, worth a play. I, I think this is definitely worth a download, um, especially to, to see if you like this style of play. Because 
there, these kind of style of games are very unique, and I think there's very few games like it. You know, there's Stardew Valley, My Time in Portia, Harvest Moon. But that's like uh, Animal Crossing a little bit. But regardless, these are kind of like games. There's not too many of them. So some people have like never kind of heard of these kind of games. And I definitely think they're at least worth trying. I think it would be hard, too, for some people who have trouble focusing on multiple things at once, too. So if you... <laughs> yeah, this game does really abuse your ADD. I don't mean, yeah, I don't mean in a mean way, but like... I know some people who have ADD, and this would be a nightmare for them. They would absolutely hate it. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I want to work on this thing. Then you're like, oh, it's this day. I need to work on this. I need to quickly get to this. And then yeah. you forget what you were originally trying to do. Hey, guys, did uh, did you not hear anything that I said about my playing this game? <laughs> I was trying not to listen to your comments, but Gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I'm rude. just kidding. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for us in this week in uh, Game Pass Grab Bag. If you enjoyed listening, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast. We actually finally have a rating on iTunes. Thank you all for who have uh, given us a rating on iTunes. It's a nice way for us to get a little bit more exposure. Uh, please write a comment, a review comment. We would love to see it. We'd love to see what you guys think. Uh, you can message us on Twitter. Our handle is at, ga- at GPGBpod. We are also on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag, or you can send us an email kind of telling us what you like, what you don't like, what we can improve upon. We are at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01844. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter. I just finally created a Twitter for the first time. <laughs> uh, I am at ANMilton01952. Uh, it's also my name as well. Is that how Twitter works? I don't really fully know how yeah, Twitter your, works. Yeah, your Twitter handle, it's just like our Twitter handle. It's oh. at ANMilton0152. Yeah. You got it. I'm still learning this social media stuff. We'll get you there. So well, so welcome to 2019, Andrew. We're glad you made oh. it. Of, Thank uh, you. I am I am of the tweeter. <laughs> You've on the tweeter. Um, but I've been your experience gamer. Yeah, not very good, though. Uh, Keith, <laughs> your, your resident Keith. Your resident Keith. All those other Keiths are imitating. Get out of here, other Keiths. International Keiths. You can find me on Xbox Live at Lil Fluffy. Uh, On Twitter, KeithLynch121. Yeah, do that. Oh, I stream on Mixer, so you can uh, can watch that too. Same name as Xbox Live. Oh, yeah, I saw that too as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You too. And I'm Liz the Noob. Um... (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. Sorry. <laughs> um, my gamer tag is come on, I'm Dean, but I don't stream. But you guys should definitely watch them play Apex. It's awesome. And I am also on Twitter, handle at Liz the Noob, but E W because I'm not original and the O O was already taken. So at Liz the Noob with an E W. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so next week is my pick, and I am picking a brand new game. Both the Game Pass and it also just got released. But it's Operencia, The Stolen Sun. This is going to be a kind of new type of style game for us. So I think it's going to be interesting. I think we might have some uh, interesting takes on this. Oh, yeah, I saw you playing it. <laughs> that was the chair. I should say that again. Yeah, I saw you playing it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, look for, looking forward to this one. This, I think this will be kind of interesting. But, uh, yeah, so we'll have that for you next week. Uh Again, that's all for us, and we hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you guys again next week. Bye! Adios!